You're listening to Generation Success with your host, Mitchell Sanford. Well, hey, everybody. Um, Time for another podcast. I know I missed last week. I moved actually to a different state, so it's been a little crazy, but I'm a little more established here. Um, This podcast is actually coming from my phone, as I do not have internet yet, uh, and it'll probably get set up this week, so I apologize for the low quality, perhaps, on this podcast. Um, but I think the message is really going to make up for that. So today I'm going to be doing a personal finance podcast and this one, it's going to be titled where to invest my first $1,000. So really, even if you have some experience investing, um, I think you could still learn a lot from this podcast. And if you know nothing, um, if you're in college and you don't have a lot of money or, you know, you're out and you're starting and do have a lot of money, I think this is going to be applicable to both audiences. Um, so, so stick around for the duration and hopefully you'll learn something. So when I say where to invest your first thousand dollars, I say that really to prioritize where you put this money. Um, like at the base of any good building has, uh, there's a strong foundation. So that's really what we're going to talk about today. So, you know, I'm not going to follow the route of, Oh, do a 401k or Roth IRA or, you know, open up this account or that. And those are really good things to have. But if you don't know anything about investing, you know, it's kind of scary just to jump right into that. So what we're going to talk about today, where to put that first $1,000, really the most important thing you can invest in when you're young, you know, let's say high school, college, or right out of college is to invest in yourself and to get some knowledge so you can make good decisions later on for your investing or for your career or for something of that nature. So in Michigan, uh, my home state, the average tuition is $14,419 per year. Okay. That comes down to uh, $7,210 roughly per semester. So if you take 12 credits, which is the minimum to be considered a full-time student, that would be $600 per credit hour. So a semester is roughly four months. So that means you're paying $150 per month per credit hour. So if there's four weeks in a month, which there roughly are, you're paying $37.54 per hour. Um, So one credit hour is one hour a week in class. So you're roughly paying $40 per lecture, okay? Uh, In college, I knew a ton of people who just skip lectures or they'd show up and not pay attention. And, you know, they didn't think twice about this. And this is something I laugh at a lot um, with, with one of my good friends, Aaron, is that people don't think twice about spending money on college or a traditional form of learning. But then when, uh, you know, some other learning opportunity comes to them outside of college, they're super hesitant. For example, uh, a great area to invest in is Audible. It's $15 a month and you get one audiobook of your choice. So um, what I would recommend doing is getting one of these accounts and possibly splitting it with a friend. And that'll really help you create a good knowledge of different things like investing, um, building personal skills, uh, changing your mindset, I guess, and how to think. And this is $15 per month where, you know, you can get, uh, you know, like books that, that will teach you about finance and other things and compare that to college where you're paying $150 per month. I mean, it's a 10 X difference here and people all, people don't think twice about, Oh, spending 150 bucks a month per credit on college or $600 a month for all the credits, but their, their wallets certainly become tight when it's 
it's $15 a month or they're at the bookstore and they, oh man, it's $6 for a book. Like, don't be too cheap here. There's, there's not, uh, it's impossible to invest too much into yourself um, because really those investments are really going to pay off down the road. So the first thing to invest in, I would say, um, is get an Audible account and stay to it. Okay. And, and like I said, do it with a partner and try to work out um, the books that you want to read. So if you want to read, you know, The Intelligent Investor or um, Think and Grow Rich or Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, these are all really good baseline books that I would recommend reading or listening to. And the great thing about Audible is you can listen to them when you're driving to work, um, when you're running, when you're doing anything really. It doesn't require a lot of time and effort. Even if you're cleaning your room, you know, pop on an audiobook and give it a listen. Another area where I would invest some money is in actual books themselves. Um, like Audible, you can really learn a lot of information for relatively cheap. And I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but before I became an avid reader, I was like, man, like books are stupid. What am I going to learn from books? And I look back and I kind of laugh at myself and I'm like, damn, I was dead wrong. Uh, I was honestly kind of an idiot for thinking that. Um, Books are great because all the knowledge that's out there, uh, at least to some extent on, on basics, is already written down. You don't have to learn these painful lessons for yourself for six bucks. I mean, you can, you can acquire the knowledge of, you know, some of the greatest people that ever lived through biographies or other things of that nature. So don't make the mistake of thinking you need to figure out everything for yourself. Um, you know, a wise man learns from his mistakes, but an even wiser man learns from the mistake of others. So I would really advise, um, getting some books and going to work and, uh, you can really learn a lot from that. I guess the other area that I would invest in, um, like I said, would be, uh, you know, a 401k or a Roth IRA. And that works, you know, maybe when you have a full-time job and you have a little bit more income coming in, because just to invest a thousand dollars in the stock market, you know, I hate to say it's, it's not that much money. So what I would recommend doing is setting up either Robin hood or a Charles Schwab account, or I personally use ally and I would invest some money into, um, different stocks. So what I would do first is, create a watch list on your Apple stocks app or, you know, other stock apps and start out with some big, um, high cap companies, you know, your home depots, your Verizons, your Microsofts, um, really the big name companies that you've heard of and and shop at and just start watching their price fluctuation. Okay. Then what I would do is I would, uh, use one of these self-investing accounts to buy some stock and, you know, you're playing with a pretty relatively small amount of money here. So the whole focus is like learning on what works. You know, I learned some lessons where stocks would spike and I'm like, oh man, it's going to keep going up, keep going up. And you know, it ended up dipping down and I'm like, dang, I got too greedy. And I learned a lesson real quick is don't get too greedy. You know, if you see a stock go up by quite a bit, don't feel bad to lock in your gain. Um, of course, none of this is legal advice. If you uh, want to defer taxes and stuff, I would defer, I would look to talk to a CPA. But really here, we're just talking about gaining a baseline knowledge of investing. And I think it's really important to do that hands-on. Um, and the $1,000 isn't going to mess you up. I feel like most people can invest that into some stocks. Or even if you want to take 500 bucks and put it in, you know, whatever it has, really start off small and, um, you know, learn, get some training habits down. If you want to invest into some stock knowledge, 
Um, websites like The Motley Fool have a relatively cheap, I think it was 50 bucks for the year of stock advising. And um, that, that, that'd be a really good resource to use. Uh, there are also tons of free podcasts that The Motley Fool puts out regarding um, different companies, fluctuations in the market, different strategies. And all those podcasts are free on various platforms. So I would advise giving those a listen um, as they can be pretty informative. Another thing I would invest in right now uh, when you're young is your health. So don't be afraid to take some money out and put it into a gym membership or even into some healthy foods. This will really fuel your body and it'll, it'll give you that extra energy to, you know, put in the time to read, to study, to grow your knowledge. And it's really important that you invest in yourself early when the stakes are pretty low. Because if you put in $1,000, absolutely the worst thing that can happen is you lose $1,000. Or if you put the money into books, the worst that happens is your $6 book, you didn't you didn't learn as much as you uh, would have hoped. Or really the worst case scenario with a book is you spend 6 bucks on it and you don't read it and it sits in your closet. But if you do read it and you get knowledge out of it, which I guarantee you will, you know that you can have that for the rest of your life. The one thing that people can never take away from you is your knowledge. So it's really important to invest in your knowledge early so that you can build for the future. If you don't have a good baseline knowledge of different um, investing strategies or or outlooks on life, when the stakes are much higher, the mistakes are equally um, more costly. So it's really important to have the small mistakes now at the beginning when the stakes are, are pretty low. Um, yeah, uh, that's really what I wanted to cover today on investing in yourself. And if you have any questions, um, hop on the Generation Success Facebook page and I'd be happy to answer those questions for you. And I would just like to leave you with this thought. Don't be, don't be too afraid to spend some money on investing in yourself. Like I said, you can never invest too much money into yourself. And you got to put into perspective... One, the long-term gains of investing in yourself, but two, the amount of money it costs to invest in yourself nowadays, especially with the internet, is extremely low. You can find a lot of information online. Audible, like I said, is a great resource. Books are a great resource. Podcasts. There's so much information out there that that's really where I would put your investments right now. Um, even if you're strapped on cash, it doesn't cost a lot to listen to a podcast or, or read a book. So that's what I really push you guys towards. Um, we can talk later in the future about specific investing strategies, um, trading options, that sort of stuff. But I don't think any of that stuff matters if you don't have a baseline knowledge of you know what this means. Um, I guess another thing too to look into if you do want to get heavier into the stock investing or option investing is to brush up on the te- uh, terminology, um, like a dividend, a PDE ratio. What is What do these things mean? And, you know, if you don't know what this means and you just look at the stocks, you, you can't really tell a lot of information about it. So what I would do, I would open up your Apple stock or other investing app and all the terms at the bottom, 52L, 52H, what do those terms mean? So that, so that later when you want to buy these stocks, you actually know what you're investing in, okay? It's like, yeah, I know the company named Home Depot, but what is their current valuation? Like, is, is the price too high? Does it make sense? You know, if you don't know the underlying terms, it's going to be really, really hard to decide if it's a good financial uh, investment to make in a certain entity. So, so go out there, guys, broaden your knowledge, and don't be afraid, like I said, to spend money on some maybe less than formal or less than traditional investments. 
college can be a really good investment and uh, it has been for me. I think it's really going to pay off, but I've learned probably equally as much outside of college through different podcasts, books, um, and audiobooks as, as I probably have learned in school. And in school, it's great. They teach you about a specific discipline. So I just graduated with a degree in chemical engineering and that was great. I learned a lot about um, chemistry, you know, physics, different uh, plant processes, but I didn't learn anything about, you know, deferring tax or uh, making different investments or, you know, personal development. I, I learned a little bit about those things as far as personal development goes, but really not much. So it's important that you really round out and broaden your skill set. And I think these non traditional, uh, or at least non formal quote unquote ways are a great way to do that. So really don't be afraid. Don't be too greedy. Don't be too cheap and uh, go out there, guys, and respect the grind. Reading a book, it'll be pretty hard at first if you're not a big reader, but just find something that interests you and have some discipline. Like set a 10 page a day goal and say, I'm going to read 10 pages today. And don't rest until you do that, okay? You will you'll learn a lot and it'll really pay off and uh, you will have some great gains in the future. So I look forward to doing another podcast, hopefully uh, very soon here. I don't want to miss another week and hopefully I'll have internet so the sound quality will be a little bit better. Talk to you guys later. Respect the grind.